It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Monday, October 23rd, with your hosts, me, Ray, and, well, that other guy, Zach, and apparently today is Coward Shirt Monday. Yeah, look at us, man. We look yeah. good. Ooh, your watch has a really cool band, Dad. I really like that. It does. It does. Yeah. All I right, know, here's the deal. It to a black band, but then it wouldn't stand out. Here's the deal, folks. The leading story today, the daily news that you can use, the American uh, automakers, those that rely on the UAW, they are uh, releasing earnings, most of them, this upcoming week. And holy cow, the prospectus is looking bad. Auto News put out an article this morning, GM Ford Q3 earnings, an early look at the UAW strike toll. What stood out to me here, Deb, and we talked yeah. about last week, is not the fact that Stellantis pulled out of January CES Tech Expo. We talked about how that's a whole lot of baloney in terms of actual cost cutting and savings. What stood out to me, Dad, this line right here. Ford Motor Company says its Kentucky truck plant normally churns out a pickup or SUV every 37 seconds. Every minute the UAW keeps it shut down costs Ford more than a newly hired auto worker earns in a year. When I read that, wow, no wonder Ford came out recently and they got a $4 billion line of credit. No <laughs> wonder GM did the same thing. Earnings are coming this week for these companies, Dad, and they are going to demonstrate that they've lost hundreds of millions of dollars And last time I checked, the UAW extended their strike just this morning to impact a Ram pickup truck plant. That's on the heels of the UAW receiving an upgraded offer from Stellantis and GM just recently. The strike continues on, Dad, and the economic impact seems very meaningful. What do you make of this? Well, um, I, I, I think I said it in my headline. Billionaire, billionaire, it's only money. Okay, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's only money. We'll make more. You know, we'll settle this damn thing eventually, and then we'll make more. Um, you know, I think that that the big three are going to report huge losses due to the strike. Are, are they real? I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I really don't know. How could I they mean, not be real? I don't know. There's that thing called creative accounting, and and many and many of the world's largest corporations uh, employ um, the accounting firm of um, uh, magical accounting. Uh, <laughs> it's just I don't know. I I don't know what's real and what isn't real when it comes to this. Yes, I am sure it has an impact. Um, I'm also sure, based on the day supply of Dodge Ram pickup trucks, um, that you know Stellantis is probably uh, high five and everybody in the executive suite going, "Thank God they finally are going to shut down this plant." Um, I, I, you know, I any strike will have an impact. It has an impact both on those who are striking and those who are being striked. Um, is it significant? Well, yeah, the, the federal government will end up saying it's significant. Uh, the losses that that these manufacturers will be able to write off against their taxes, they'll say it's significant. Will it get settled? Hopefully in the next week or so. Or, you know, I mean. There's a lot of talk about pre-Thanksgiving now. That's the new milestone. It's like, <clears throat> can we get this done before Thanksgiving? That's what everyone's talking about. 
Well, and and I I remember saying that uh, about a week or ten days ago that that you know I thought that they if if it didn't get settled in the first ten to fourteen days, and I readjusted my thinking to saying I think they'd like to be able to get it done by Thanksgiving so that all these good folks can have a happy holiday season. Um, you know that's an important time of year. We know that that all three of of the legacy manufacturers have upped their offers to a 23% increase with you know some tweaks depending on manufacturers but the overall increase for employees would be a 23% wage increase over the life of the of the contract we also know that the UAW was initially looking for a 40% increase and then they reduced it somewhere into the 30s. I said weeks ago, I thought that the final outcome would be somewhere between 25 and a 28% wage increase. Um, we're getting there. You know, negotiations take a while. Um, you know, nobody wants to give in at first. So yeah, hopefully this this thing runs its course within the next month, and and we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah, they're all losing billions. How much revenue do you think flows through that Ford truck and SUV plant annually? How much revenue do you think? Revenue is generated is generated from it. Yep. Well, I mean, if they're losing a, an employee's uh, earnings in a minute, um, every minute it's shut down, I don't know. It's got to be several billion dollars, doesn't it? Several billion would be light. The fourth okay. quarter is, quote, when we'll see major damage because the strikes will likely likely keep escalating. David Winston, excuse me, a U.S. auto equity analyst with Morningstar citing the Kentucky truck uh, production plant as an example. That factory generates... 25 billion with a B in annual revenue building super duty pickups and Ford's large SUVs, the Expedition and the Lincoln Navigator. What's fascinating, Dad, about this particular plant that's being striked right now, super duty and large SUVs, highly profitable for, for Ford and are very meaningful and I would say material to their strategy of using ICE profits, internal combustion engine profits, yes. to underwrite their EV transformation. $25 billion in revenue lost in a year if that plant stays down. The UAW came out and said that they were going to strike strategically. These are big shots, man. The other one that we're going to talk about is Ram. And again, earnings are this week. Earnings are this week coming on the heels of Tesla earnings that were not particularly strong. They left the, the, the investment community kind of wondering what's going on. We yeah. know the issues that are going on at Ford. We could talk about the fact that the Mach-E has up to $13,000 in incentives against it right now. The Ford Lightning, one of the production plants where they produce that, they cut a shift because, well, yeah. the UAW says they're not selling. There's up to $15,000 in incentives on the Lightning. Again, I think the fact that they're losing billions is a huge, huge, huge reason why they still have to be at the negotiating table and figure out some sort of solution here. And if they do agree to 25, 26, 27, 28% increases in, in wages, they've come out and said, Ford has come out and said they would literally just, they were they will go out of business if they go up that high. So how does it how does it work, man? What's the solution here? What's the what's the, the soft landing? Let, let me help you with this. Bill Ford 
went to the Zach Shevska School of Hyperbole. Okay. Um, yes, of course, they're going to say, oh, my God, if we give you a 25, 26, 27, 28% wage increase, it's going to put us out of, of course, they're going to paint the worst picture possible. And it's called negotiating. Um, and, and so that's what they're doing. Um, you know, now, having said that, could it possibly put them out of business? Uh, it very well could, <laughs> you know, because they're, they're not competitive in the EV market. And this will make it even harder for them to be competitive in the EV market. And that seems to be where everybody is transitioning, even though, even though EV sales have kind of plateaued and, and just stabilized. There's there, the demand for EVs has has seemed to have dropped off, which was Huge why risk. Ford was happy to 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 shut down a shift at, at their lightning plant. You know, but yes, it, it these these wage increases ultimately could make it so that Ford, GM, Stellantis no longer can compete against non-legacy new breed manufacturers such as Tesla, Rivian, BYD out of China, some others out of China. I mean, there could be some real issues that could end up forcing some of these manufacturers to possibly go out of business. Yeah, but that last time I checked, that possibility exists with any business. So yeah, but the fact that Bill Ford was a recent graduate of your university is pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, he put out some very strong, very, very strong comments. One of the things that I'm thinking about is how building uh, uh, the buildup of expensive inventory is also going to play in to all of this. One other note worth bringing up here and putting on the screen, GM, let me pull it up really quick. GM has actually postponed their investor day until next year that was supposed to happen on november 16th quote to allow our leadership team to focus on uaw negotiations why is that why is that got you laughing man? Well, that's got me laughing because well just it, suddenly it seems as if the gm executives have said hey we can't chew gum and walk at the same time we, we can't do two things at once get the hell out of here okay that is that is the same as Stellantis saying they're pulling out of the consumer electronics show and blaming it on the UAW and they're pulling out of the LA Auto show and blaming that on the UAW you know uh well we're Ford we're not going to have our investor day on November 16th so our executives can concentrate on the UAW situation yeah, we can't walk, chew gum, negotiate, um, and, and tell you what the hell's going on with the company all at the same time. That is just virtually impossible because our executives, every waking second of their day is spent trying to figure out how to solve the UAWs. Get the hell out of here. I mean, you know, I... I'm 72 years old. I have heard more than my fair share of BS in my lifetime. But <laughs> but literally, what comes out of these big three automakers is just it's just too hard to 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 comprehend that that they're thinking, oh yeah, everybody's gonna buy this. Get that. Stop it. Just stop it. 
They're trying to stay focused, man. You're giving them a hard time. They're just trying to stay focused. Yeah, they're trying to stay focused. Here, I can I can keep them focused. They, it's called a cattle prod. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, really. The other UAW news yeah, is one, the fact one other that, thing, Jack. If if they yeah, can't do more than one thing at a time, they should all be fired. Okay, they don't they don't deserve to be running multi 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 billion dollar companies if if they can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Uh, you know, you just you pretty much just said to your investors, "Get rid of us. We don't belong here because well, we can't do the job." <laughs> I hear you. I absolutely hear you. The other UAW update, Dad. They yes. are now striking a Ram 1500 plant. The Ram 1500, as you and I both know, and we'll pull up some data here in just a second, one of the most profitable vehicles for uh, Stellantis, for mm-hmm. the parent company. The Ram 1500 average transaction price is north of $60,000, which is absolute insanity. That being said, you have 6,800 more workers now on strike. The Sterling Heights assembly plant uh, north of Detroit is Stellantis's only source of the current generation Ram 1500. You and I were talking about this just yesterday when we were looking at some of the data we have back on CarEdge.com, which I will pull up now for everyone yes. to enjoy and see. This might actually be some good news. Every one of those executives, you know, um, I'm telling you, they were high fives. They were going, thank goodness they finally decided to shut this plant down. Um, you know, based on the day supply of those vehicles that they have on hand. I mean, in some cases, if I remember correctly, they had, if they didn't build another one, I think it was the the Ram 2500 heavy duty, if I remember correctly. If they didn't build another one, they have a 15-month supply in the marketplace at the moment, okay? So I don't know if it were me. I'd be pretty damn happy that, that that plant is being shut down for a while. Look at that data. Yeah. There are 60,606 Ram 1500s available for sale right now nationwide. Yeah. 11,454 have sold in the last 45 days. A 238-day supply of the 1500. You were talking about the 2500, which is the most oversupplied vehicle in the United States right now. Yes. An average transaction price north of $88,000. 33, almost 34,000 listed for sale nationwide, and only 3,300 have sold in the last... 45 days the uaw striking that plant to your point dad is great news i'm telling you You yeah yeah i i mean every one of those executives i'm i'm literally they're 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 looking at each other going thank goodness thank why didn't they do this i don't know six weeks ago um you know and maybe that was maybe that was the uaw's way of saying you know what we're we're going to strike the plants where you're not where we're building cars that you that you're selling, okay, and, and we're not going to strike the plants where you have I don't know a 460 day supply of something. So we're going to force you to keep building the stuff you don't want to be building at the moment. 
so yeah, the, the, the Stellantis executives, and apparently they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They just can't. <laughs> they just can't walk and walk into a auto show or a consumer electronics show and chew gum at the same time. <clears throat> but apparently, those guys and gals are just thrilled to have gotten the notice that that those sixty eight hundred employees will will no longer be building trucks for the time being. Yeah. All right, I want to switch gears to some happy news, so we'll turn our attention there in just well, a so second. so far, the whole show's been a really, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but we didn't, uh, we didn't frame it like that. I do want to remind everyone, want to remind everyone that we are hiring for various roles, six roles right now at Car Edge, caredge.com slash careers. If you work yes. in tech, if you work in finance, if you work in sales, customer success, design, um, you help. You want to help people uh, negotiate and buy cars, all of that and more, caredge.com slash careers. Come work with us. We are hiring for various different roles. If you know someone who might be interested, please send them our way. The good news, the good news, gang. If we go back, we have this awesome article, Justin updates it every single month with the vehicles that have the most inventory and the lowest inventory. The vehicles that have the lowest inventory, typically your Toyotas, right? Toyota, Toyota. Toyota, 40% of the top 10 vehicles that are the most in demand and uh, have the least supply are Toyota. The good news, there had been a supplier explosion, a a factory exploded uh, for a supplier to Toyota. And the good news, Toyota production set to recover in Japan after supplier factory blast. Toyota plans to have completely resumed production this week after disruptions at a suspension spring Nager. So we had had uh, downgraded or depreciated, uh, deprecated production over at Toyota. And the good news is as of this week, Toyota expects to have full production capabilities again. That is the one brand that cannot afford to have their production lines go down, man. Like they are in serious trouble when that happens. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and you know, s- since they're the ones that have perfected just-in-time manufacturing, um, well, you can't stay on time if your suppliers can't supply the parts that you need. And so an unforeseen circumstance, like an explosion at the plant, really, really screws things up for a manufacturer like Toyota. But they expect to have, um, I believe it's all seven of the plants operational again by Thursday. And if I'm not mistaken, six of the seven operational again by tomorrow. So that's good news for Toyota and and uh, Toyota customers uh, worldwide, um, you know. And it's it it was just an unfortunate circumstance that they had to go through last week. But yeah, now uh, I think we can see other than the explosion, there truly is light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah, which would be good. Again, we talked to Marcello on Friday. We have a video coming out tomorrow talking about the Toyota situation. It's really depressing if you want to buy a Toyota. But, you know, we hear some news like this. That's something that turns a frown upside down. Another thing that I thought was interesting, Dad, car sales guy over on X. He posted this just the other day. He runs, uh, he's a general manager at a dealership, another one of those anonymous Twitter accounts. He said 2024 models are being released and big surprise MSRPs continue to increase. We can't be too surprised about this, Pops. We've been seeing the writing on the wall. Parts prices going up, labor costs going up. We should all anticipate that newer model year vehicles are going to be more expensive than their predecessors. Ford came out and recently announced even the entry-level pricing for their F-150 is going to be up materially 
year over year. I mean, I imagine we will continue to see MSRPs increase, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you typically you have a an MSRP MSRP increase every model year. Uh, this year, there'll probably be more than one. Um, there's the initial one that we're seeing. And yeah. then once the strike gets settled um, and they have an excuse to increase the MSRPs again because of the expense of the money that they lost, the billions that they lost during the strike and the new expenses associated with the strike settlement, um, that'll give them reason enough to raise the MSRPs a second time. Um, so, yeah, I, I I would suspect that we will see through most of the GM, Ford, and, and Stellantis, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see two or three MSRP price increases during the course of the 2024 model year. I would Which not I be shocked by that at all. Which I think is going to put, I just dropped the link in the chat for the uh, caredge.com slash sell so you can see what your used car, car you own is worth. The reason I dropped that in the chat, Dad, is because as MSRPs on new cars continue to go up, that will artificially increase used car prices because sure. people are looking for more affordable options. Meaning that even though we're seeing some softening in wholesale used car values right now, all expectations are that used cars are still going to be a hot commodity. There were 15 million new cars not produced over the past two years. MSRPs are going up. Interest rates are going up. Like Used cars are still going to be very, very valuable. I was actually just talking to one of our community members this morning, a woman named Delilah. Her lease on her Honda CRV ends in a month. She's working with us um, to get her next car. She has seven thousand dollars in in lease end equity. Seven thousand dollars, and she hasn't even shopped it yet. That was just the dealer saying yeah. we would pay you this, and your payoff is that. I mean, and I told her go to CarEdge.com/sell, yeah. see what CarMax would offer, see what Car Gurus would offer. Seven thousand dollars. I expect we're going to hear a lot more stories like that over the coming. Honestly, years as the manufacturers continue to increase MSRPs and new car prices and just make it not attainable for most people. And and anybody who has a lease coming up where their lease is, is due, um, you would probably be foolish to ever think about turning it back in. And if you've if you've taken care of your leased vehicle while you've had it, well, then you know everything about the vehicle. You know how it's been maintained. And in most cases, um, the residual value that you could buy it for, if yours is one of those leases that you can still buy at the end, what you could buy it for is probably a good 25 to 35% what the vehicle's market value would be. So it is not often you have as a consumer, as a customer, the opportunity to buy something at 25 to 35% below what its real value is. It you would you would be foolish in my opinion not to do that. Yep. Um you know you know the car even if you just turned around and sold it and pocketed the uh, uh, the equity, take whatever equity that is, divide it by the 36 months that you had the uh, the vehicle, and effectively you've reduced what you paid for that vehicle by that equity. Um, so don't 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 allow a dealership 
to talk you into just turning it back in. You're giving I want to just pull profit. up. I want to pull up on the screen a couple things. I saw a, a chat comment from Mark Miller that says, "Wait, wait, what?" Ray, the big three raised prices 50% over the last three years, didn't they? And you're talking about Lee Send Pops. I want to just show everyone, you go to the website. Yes. We have tons of videos here on YouTube. But if you go to caredge.com, we have this nifty little top nav now. It says resources. Go to free guides. Then scroll down and go to the search. Maybe all if, if y'all have suggestions for how we can make the search more accessible, I'm all ears. Then you go to search and you type in Lee Send. And you hit enter. All of our guides, what to do at the end of a car lease, pops up right there. How to end your car lease early. Hyundai lease deals. I'm going to hit the back button and I'm going to type in MSRP increase. And I hit search. Here you go. The latest new car price trends in 2023. 10 cars with big MSRP increases. Trike prices in 2022. MSRP increases across the board. We have so many useful, relevant articles and pieces of information here. Use that search feature. Okay. And here you go, Mark, to your point, Ford Lightning prices have been up 40% since 2022. But just please, I just want to make sure everyone understands how to access this information. It's all there and it's all free. It's what? I want you to consume it. It's all there and it's all free. Are you trying? It's all there and it's all free. It costs nothing. We should start hyping up dealer reviews, Car Edge dealer reviews. They're out there right now, but we've got a whole new interface that's coming out probably in like two weeks or so. I'll demo it later on this week. You saw it, Dad. You saw the yes. team, uh, Mitch, give an awesome presentation. Like dealer reviews, 100% free. Going to be awesome. Not going to be uh, underwritten by dealers who can manipulate reviews or anything like that or reputation management, all that crap. Like we got a lot of free things in the pipeline, folks, to help make your life a little bit better. Can can I say one thing? And Go and, for even, it. and even if you tell me I can't, you know me well enough to know that I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Go for it. We we your company, Car Edge. Um, you know somehow I'm a part of it. Um, but but your company is so much more than us two knuckleheads chatting on a daily basis. Uh, talking about the news in the industry or the five videos that we drop on the main car edge channel every week. And, and no, Paul, I hate to break it to you. It's not a rant. Um, it, it, we, we, it, we are so much more than just these two faces and what it is that you see publicly through our YouTube channel. There is an entire business with an entire team behind the scenes that are working daily to build out software and technologies to level the playing field for people when it comes to purchasing a car, um, to helping them buy the car, maintain the car, insure the car, finance the car, sell the car whatever it is that somebody needs to do in regards to their vehicle. It courage is so much more than the two of us sitting here having conversations on a daily basis. And I don't think, I don't think enough people realize exactly what it is that you're trying to do to transform the automotive retail space. 
And so you I got a question sh- for you, Dad. Yeah. So I have my my vocabulary of feelings sheet here. So like I yeah. if you end up working with us, you'll you'll know this about me. I talk about my feelings a lot, which I think is great. How does what you just said, how does that make you feel, Dad? How does that make you feel? It makes it, it makes me feel really prideful. Um and that that A, I raised with your mother a good kid. Okay, two good kids actually. Um yeah. better than I would have ever thought possible. Um so I, I feel great about that. It makes me feel prideful that you want to actually impact an industry in this country that needs to be impacted. And it 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 just I'm just proud. I'm proud of what we're building. I'm, and I'm proud that it's that it's more than just you and I. Um, how, if I may, how many employees do you have at the moment? I, I hate that phrasing. I don't have employees. Um, the company employs about 25 of us. Only 25? I thought it was actually more than that. Yeah, if you add in all the part-time people. It's okay, so with the part-time 30. people, are yeah, you... Yeah, closer to 30, 30, 35. Okay, and you're looking to add more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot more. And, and, and if, if we just wanted to be a YouTube company, um, how many of those people would you really need? I mean, I get where you're going. We don't have to belabor it. It would be significantly smaller and, you know, a lot less stress. But it's way more fun doing what we do. <laughs> no, well, it's I'm, all I'm, good. no, but I'm just you, you are you, you and your company, your job creator. Okay. You are transforming an industry. You are creating jobs for people to, to be able to help do that. And it's way bigger, way, way bigger than two guys sitting, you know, in my one guy in my living room and one guy with a picture of my kitchen behind him. Uh, it's so much more than that. So thank you. That's it. I feel I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I feel done. Proud too. I feel really proud. I feel really proud. Good. Yeah. How does it yeah, how does it make you feel? Yeah. Makes me feel proud. Makes me yeah. feel eager and optimistic for the future. Yeah. I feel you know me. I've always just wanted to make you proud. That's something that's been very, very important to me. Um, okay, okay, but let's 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 put a bow on this. Tomorrow we get Black Book data. We will likely yes. also have some Mannheim data that we can review. I want to focus tomorrow on used car prices and what's happening there. We know interest rates are through the roof, so that'll be a factor to tomorrow's conversation. I also want to come back to a chat message from earlier on from Music Man. Yes. Can you guys do a super quick walkthrough of how to listen to Auto Insider? I went to the website and it doesn't show where to actually listen to the recordings. Auto Insider yes. with Ray Shevska launches in one week. We'll have three episodes available for you a week from today. To get access to that, if you go back to the website, carridge.com, it'll show up under resources in the top right. So give us a week and then everything will be available. We'll obviously be promoting it. I'm feeling I haven't listened to any of them yet. So I can't wait to listen to you interview. I think the first three are going to be Miss Kimberly Klein from Auto Finance Sense. Go check out her YouTube channel. I think Kelly Stumpy, the car mom, and maybe yeah. Jared Kalfas from Black Book. I think those are the three that we're going out with. I I, I believe, but 
you know, everything is subject to change. Whatever, whatever my producer, Mr. Justice, decides is the correct order. That will be the order that we do it in. And for those of you who are interested, my understanding, and this is merely my understanding, um, that on the podcast side of things, you'll be able to get us uh, where basically you can get most of your podcasts. Um, you'd be able to get us at Amazon, iHeartRadio. Oh, you didn't know about Amazon. Amazon. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. Amazon even had a, pl- a podcasting platform. Amazon, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Spotify. So, it, for the for the just the podcast side of it, those four uh, outlets, uh, and I guess it would just be under the name Auto Insiders with Ray Shevska. Um, and then for those of you who prefer audio and video, um, um, it'll drop somewhere on YouTube, and I have no idea where. <laughs> enjoy your afternoon pops it's absolutely beautiful here in dc i hope it's beautiful for you down the shore today enjoy your week uh enjoy your monday excuse me we'll be back tomorrow at a normal time noon eastern 9 a.m pacific i'm looking forward to it thank you for the kind words you shared with me i'm walking into my afternoon feeling really positive really excited so thank you good glad i could glad i could keep you pumped up and ready to go now go out there and and make the world a better place love you man thank you Deb. love you handsome Thank you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. I hope you hit the end stream button, please.